Welcome to Full Court Press, and I'm Liam Griffin. Connor, it's time for the MLB playoffs, and for the first time in four years, the Red Sox will not be in them. Liam, you guys won 119 games last year. I think you'll lose. Wait, wait, wait. We won 119 games last year? I've been so focused on this year that I'm just like, oh, that didn't that happened because they've stank all year. But, oh well. But, yeah, I think I'll live too. All right, boys and girls, back with you today is one of the most knowledgeable men when it comes to baseball I know, Mr. Connor Adsgary. <laughs> On today's episode, MLB playoffs start Tuesday. We will take you through the bracket and make our predictions for the 2019 World Series champion. We begin today with something else baseball-wise we haven't covered yet. The firing of Red Sox GM Dave Dombrowski. A year after a world title, the Bo Sox fired their GM in lieu of an inactive trade deadline and a disappointing Red Sox season. Connor, do you see this move as justifiable? I have always viewed uh, the Red Sox to have one of the best front offices in Major League Baseball. So, like... Hearing that they're already having a change after, you know, one down year compared to uh, the past four-ish years, it, it kind of came to a shock. It was a shock to me at first, but, like, after taking a little closer look at it, um, it looks like he had kind of uh, rifted with the um, with the owner of the team and um, all, the, all, all the other, um, you know, high executives of the Red Sox, so... It looked, it looked like he wanted to keep spending money while the Red Sox wanted to cut it back. So, like, you know, I, I see him getting another job quickly with uh, another team, and I'm sure we'll find out about that in the coming weeks. But, um, I mean, it made sense for the Red Sox to cut him because they're looking to, you know, scale back on, the, on, the, uh, on their roster salary. So, um I, I think I think it was a good decision by them for where they think they're where they want to go in the future. I mean, I don't like the move for a couple of reasons. One, because they won 108 games in a world title last year. As as awful as the bullpen has been this year, they still won 108 games last year. And maybe if they pulled out a trade for. Uh, Will Harris S type guy, they would have been fine right now, but after the trade deadline, they were they won an eight game losing streak. I don't find that a coincidence at all. And the reason I don't like the move is because Dombrowski is an experienced GM, and this offseason is going to be a very hard one for the Red Sox in that they need to shed salary to stay under the luxury tax. I mean, they're they're probably going to need to lose at least one of Betts or Martinez. I mean, what with the extensions guys like Bogarts and Sale are currently under. Sale's move is looking pretty bad right now, by the way. It's yeah. really tough and from the and we don't have a lot of prospects anyway. I mean we have no Forrest Willies or Kyle Tuckers to name a few guys you would know about. That's so true. we are in a bad situation right now prospect wise, but if we can find a way to keep Mookie and JD without going under the over the luxury tax, for me personally, I wouldn't mind seeing David Price go. Even not David, I wouldn't mind seeing Nathan Eovaldi go. He had that one heroic postseason, then we gave him a four-year, sixty-four million dollar deal, which I think was a little early coming. So I wouldn't mind seeing either him or Price go. 
So I personally believe that this was the wrong move in the sense that we need someone experienced to to navigate this what is going to be a busy offseason. Yeah, I think that I think that's some I think that's a good point. Uh, I just think, you know, ended up coming down to the to the uh, the owner not wanting to go in the direction that um David did so. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I, I think, I think yeah, in a perfect world you want to keep him, but um, you know it's it's going to be interesting to see where the Red Sox go from here. Oh yeah, I mean, as long as the Yankees don't win at all, I'm fine. We just won, <laughs> so let's move on to playoff teams, and we'll start by discussing the Houston Astros, who clinched home field advantage throughout the AL playoffs last night, and specifically shortstop Carlos Correa. Correa has been unable to play this weekend against the Angels and won't play today or tomorrow. Correa's status for the ALDS is in question, but Connor, are the do the Astros absolutely need Correa to win? Uh, we haven't needed Correa to win uh, any of the games currently that we've played in the regular season, so I I don't see any need for Correa in the postseason. Uh, I I actually am like a big I, I was always a big uh, Bregman fan taking over shortstop, so uh, you know um, Korea hasn't played that much this year, uh, we have Diaz on our bench currently who is, in my opinion a very, very good baseball player and a very good shortstop replacement, so uh, short answer, no and uh, maybe a long answer we, we look to get rid of Korea, possibly if we need to you know, keep some money for uh, signing back uh, future stars. Uh, so I'm, I, I'm pretty sure we'll be fine without him. Uh, first of all, I will say you needed Correa at a game I went to in May against the Red Sox because Correa delivered the walk-off hit in that game. So I'm just gonna point that out okay. right now. Okay. So and I agree with you. I don't think the Astros need Correa because their offense already has. Oh, I don't know. George Springer, Jose Altuve, I'd say at this point, likely MVP Alex Bregman, Rookie of the Year Jordan Alvarez, Michael Brantley, who's always who always gets it done, and Yuli Gurriel, who's gone on an absolute tear in the second half. So even without Correa, they still have one of the best offenses in baseball, and their pitching is too good to beat. Verlander, Cole, Greinke, 1-2-3 is unbeatable, and I know Wade Miley has been horrendous lately, you of all people would know that well. Yeah. So, if they're pitching gets it done, they don't need any offense, because if Bregman or Gurriel hits a home run and Verlander just shuts him down for seven, then they don't need him. And I know there have been, I know Asuna's been shaky, I don't, I don't even know the last time he's pitched. But yeah. if their starting pitching can get it done, they'll be fine. Yeah, I, I think that's, I think that's a, good point to say you know how the Astros have kind of built a very solid team so even you know Correa not performing to what he has been previously doesn't really affect us. Speaking of another team that uh, has been dealing with uh, an issue with one of their star players uh, your least favorite team uh, the the Yankees. America's least favorite team. (laughs) Well uh, Luis Severino uh, the Yankees uh, flamethrower pitcher um, he's been back for a few weeks now. Doesn't look that bad. Um, what do you think about him in 
how how do you expect him to perform in the playoffs because of his you know shaky past, especially I, in the postseason? I expect him to stink. His really? his two good performances weren't even that great. The first one, his first good one came in 2017 against Cleveland. Seven innings, gave up three earned runs. That's not spectacular. And then his first, and then his second game, he went only four innings. He didn't even make it. He didn't even qualify for the win. So that doesn't. That's not a good start. Okay. So, and against the Red Sox last year, he got rocked for three for six earned runs over three innings. And yeah. against offenses like the Twins or Astros, who are comparable to this to the Red Sox of of old, that is not going to cut it. And if the Yankees are going to win the World Series, which is more on that later, they need Severino to be at his A game, and I don't see that happening. And it's not yeah. biased talking. I'm sure a lot of critics would agree with me. Yeah, I, I think I think he's definitely shown a lack of... Um, He's definitely shown a lack of ability to perform um, at the at the highest level, especially in the postseason. He's never he's never had the um, he's never had the like I guess the post season starter mentality. Um, so I'm a little worried about uh, that for the Yankees. Not worried about that because of I'm an Astros fan, but worried in that because you know the Yankees. Um, they they should be performing at a higher standard, but I mean their pitching staff in general has just kind of been. Um, Iffy, you read yeah. my mind. You read my mind. Then yeah. now if they don't have Domingo German, who was their ace for the for most of the year. That, that is true, and it's just going to be it's going to be like really tough to see them try to get to from the first to the sixth inning because you know as much as we criticize their starting uh, their starting pitchers, their bullpen is. It's it's, the, it's pretty run. darn good, and so so it's just going to be interesting to see. You know, uh, the Twins they're they're not as good of a team, but they they do have a, a solid lineup, and if they can expose the Yankees early, well, then you're not going to be able to use those bullpen guys as much. So that's that's what it's going to have to see about the Yankees postseason run. Well, speaking of the Twins. Let's talk about them and their firepower offense, led by standouts such as Max Kepler, Nelson Cruz, who who broke, who dropped the crutches to put on a, an epic performance at age 38 or 39, and Eddie Rosario. The Twins have hit over 300 home runs this year on their way to a division title. But, Connor, their pitching isn't the greatest, so can their offense alone win a World Series title? I mean, as much as I want to I wanna cheer for them, especially... Uh, for who they're playing in the first round, I just, I just don't see it happening. Like, I mean, if you were to compare offense to offense, uh, I think you have to give Yankees the advantage, uh, no matter which way you look at it. Because as much as the Twins have a a solid core of um, of batters, the the problem is that they don't have the same. They don't have the same, you know, essence about them. They're kind of more seen as like, you know, uh, this team that you know pops up every every couple of years and goes d- does really well in the regular season, but doesn't perform in the playoffs. So, I think I think the Yankees will will outbeat them just because their 
offense is better than the Twins' offense, and the pitching staffs are both. Uh, there's a lot. There's a lot needed there that both teams are lacking. But uh, if you base offense on offense, uh, looks like the Twins are going to make it out the first round. Uh, I agree with you. Base and they don't have the greatest pitching either. It hasn't been criticized as heavily as the Yankees because, well, they're the Yankees and they're the Twins. Minnesota's a much smaller market. So, comparing them head-to-head, the Yankees are the better team. And the Yankees have owned the Twins in recent years. I mean, two years ago, I think it was, when the Twins and Yankees met in the wildcard game, it was the Twins went up 3 nothing and went out to lose that game 8-4. to So, they blew a huge lead early. So... I just do not see the Minnesota Twins being able to get deep into the playoffs. They've had an unbelievable year, but hit, becoming the first team to hit over 300 home runs, many thought we'd never see that, but I just don't see them advancing in the playoffs. Yeah, so so kind of to, to switch leagues here, uh, onto the NL Division Champs. Uh, NL West Division the Champs. Um, they're, you know, they're the two-time defending NL Champs. Uh, they've been very close to two World Series titles, and Liam, do you think it's a failure if the Dodgers do not win the World Series this year? Absolutely. I have been, from the get, from, after the Red Sox had their slow start, I knew they weren't going to win the World Series, so, then I thought the Dodgers were going to win the World Series. They've, Yunjin Ryu has been killer all year, Walker Buehler's elevated his game to, to a more consistent level. Clayton Kershaw has been great, and from an offensive standpoint, Cody Bellinger is my NL MVP. Max Muncy's been getting hot. A.J. Pollock, getting him back in the second half was huge for the Dodgers. Having Corey Seager back, Justin Turner. I mean, their lineup is stacked from top to bottom. So, if the Dodgers don't win this year, how can you say it's not a failure? Because the L.A. Dodgers are... The best team in the National League, perhaps in baseball even. So if they don't win, it'll be a disappointment. Yeah, I, I think I think you're perfectly right. I think the past two years they've had excuses on why they haven't won. They haven't really faced it and said, "Hey, we we weren't we weren't built built to to do this." So I feel like everything that they've been talking about is how they're you know built to to win the World Series and that they are. Uh, you know, they, they are the the definitely the favorites in the NL. Um, so I I I think I don't want to talk about my predictions just yet, but I, I think they have a good chance of you know making it three in a row. It's just whether or not they um, can find that spark that they've been missing. But I mean, it, it's it's looking like if they don't make the World Series, if they don't make the World Series, or they, if they don't win the World Series, they will be. Um, looking to go in a new direction, maybe uh, look to get a trade or two and get some get some new guys into the ball club and maybe try to regroup for, for a year or two and then make another, uh, make another run at it once teams like the Yankees and the Red Sox and the Astros have to pay more money for their, for their young stars. So, yeah. I think it would be a disappointment also if they don't win the World Series. Connor, if the Dodgers lose in the World Series again, we'll have witnessed the 21st century Buffalo Bills. On to the likely NL Central champion, St. Louis Cardinals. Led by strong second-half performances from Paul Goldschmidt and Jack Flaherty, 
and boosted by a four-game sweep at Wrigley last weekend, the Cardinals look really good right now and are in prime position to win the NL Central. However, young guys like Flaherty have never seen the postseason before, and Goldschmidt has little to no experience there. Connor, do you see St. Louis's lack of experience having a negative effect on them? I don't think it will have that much of an effect on him because, to be honest, as much as uh, I want to say, you know, postseason experience matters. I mean, uh, like take a look at at some some teams the past couple of years who you know big teams uh, they haven't had that much experience. First of all, and they like. I, I see when the Astros won the World Series, we didn't have that much postseason experience uh, with us before that. Like it wasn't, it wasn't that we weren't a good team. It was just you know it, we we had never gotten you know out of we hadn't even played in the in the AL uh, CS AL, yeah ALDS. So I think I think the biggest thing is that they have a good group of guys and. Uh, Goldschmidt's one of my favorite players, and I think I think they stand a good chance to maybe upset upset the Braves and potentially upset the Dodgers. But we will just have to see. You know, uh, I think the biggest thing to worry about with them is their pitching staff and their pitching staff's um, you know lack of postseason experience and how they end up managing that their rotation. So uh, we'll have to see about that. But it's gonna. It, they are definitely a team to look at as a, as a team that could knock off. It's a dark horse. Yeah, they're, they're the dark horse of the, of the NL. Okay, so I agree with you in that the pitching staff lack of experience is a disadvantage because two years ago when the Astros played the Red Sox in the ALDS, I'm sure you remember, when in Game 1, Chris Sale, seven earnings over five innings pitched, including... Two homers to Altuve and a homer to Bregman, so yeah. that's bad, especially for a side young caliber guy like Jack Flaherty, who the Cardinals need to be at 100% if they're going to stand a chance against these uh, NL powerhouses, so the lack of experience ultimately will not have a major effect on them, but it'll be tough, for sure. Yeah. Okay, last one is the NL East champ... Uh, the Atlanta Braves, uh, bolstered by mis- mid-season acquisition Dallas Keuchel, the young Braves and Ronald Acuna Jr. are also coming into the playoffs smoking hot. Liam, do you b- believe these Braves have the potential of beating the Dodgers? Yes, I do. Will I say it will happen? I will answer that question later. But they can absolutely beat them because, in addition to Acuna, you got Donaldson, you got Freeman, you got Ozzy Albies, you got Marquez. And then that pitching staff, Keuchel leading the way. They're sneaky good, man. They are sneaky good. So they absolutely can beat the Dodgers. Will it happen? More on that later. Yeah, I, I, I think I was a big fan of them last year in the playoffs just because I liked, I liked seeing them, you know, as the, as the underdog, basically. The, the team that has been kind of uh, in the shadows for a lot of uh, this recent six, seven years, they were they were really good when, um, I remember when the Astros were terrible, but they just never could, like, get it together fully, and I feel like, I feel like I like to compare them to either the year before the, or no, the two years before the Astros won the World Series, or the 
the year we won the World Series because their team is, you know, got a really young core, but they got some some uh, older older players that are there kind of mentoring uh, the young guys still. But it's just about like you know um, how how their pitching goes also, and I'll I'll kind of touch on my prediction later, so I don't want to say too much on that, but. Um, but yeah, it, it, it should be interesting, uh, how it goes. All right, we are on to the prediction phase. We will be going bang, bang, round by round, quickly, until we have St. Louis champion, until we have World Series champions, I said St. Louis. We'll start with the NL wildcard. Home field advantage has not been determined, nor has this matchup, but the Nationals and Brewers, barring a collapse by the Cardinals, will likely be going to head-to-head. Max Scherzer will likely have the mound for Washington, and Brandon Woodruff will have it for Milwaukee. Connor, who do you have playing the Nationals, as in St. Louis or Milwaukee, and who you got advancing to play the Dodgers? Well, I think you got to look at it's going to be um, the Nationals and Milwaukee in the wild card. Uh, I, I don't see St. Louis falling, but, I mean, who knows? But in any case, I think... Uh, the Nationals are going to be the underdog in the in the situation, no matter what. And I I really think it's just going to come down to uh, how good their offense is, because we know we know Max is going to be lights out for for at least at least six innings. Like that's a guarantee. It, it might take him 100 pitches to get to six innings, or it might take him you know 80 pitches to get to six innings. So we we don't really know where he's going to be and how long he's going to go. But I think the Nationals need to jump uh, onto Woodruff early. And if they knock him out of the game early, I think that puts a lot of uh, pressure on the Brewers. And if it is St. Louis, I think they just need to go in and uh, hope hope to shake things up, get um, get St. Louis on, on um, the catch-up. And I think that's the Nationals' chance. But... I, I see I see whichever the the Brewers or St. Louis coming out of that. I disagree. I think that Washington has been highly motivated this year because of all the Bryce Harper drama in the offseason. And for that reason I'm taking Mad Max to go seven innings, one four hits, one run, twelve Ks. Anthony Rendon's gonna home run, go Owls. Nationals okay. will advance to play the Dodgers. Okay. Uh, onto the AL, it will likely be Tampa Bay versus Oakland in the in the AL wild card with Charlie Morton pitching for Tampa. Uh, and I mean, I'm not really sure he's going to pitch for Oakland, but I, it could be Mike Fires. Uh, Liam, uh, who do you have uh, advancing and playing the Astros? Well, it's obvious in that neither of us had an absolute answer for who was going to pitch for Oakland and. We all know who's going to pitch for Tampa. Charlie Morton, Cy Young candidate, had another. He's gotten better and better and better as the years have gone on. Tampa Bay is going to win this game, Connor. Yeah, I, I'm, a, I'm a big Tampa Bay fan in the first place, and um, I, I really like what they did this year. They, they did something that the Astros should have done, which was sign Charlie Morton, and we'll have to see, you know, like who Oakland puts out there. But for right now... Unless, unless Mike Fires has another no hitter, which I mean I've seen. It's him. possible. I've been to one. Yeah, of you saw him. And I watched the other, so I I know he's capable of it. So we'll have to we'll have to see what happens there. But uh, 
it's going to be Tampa Bay advancing. Um, I'm almost positive on that, but but yeah. On to the divisional round. In the NL 2-3 matchup, we each have the Braves and Cardinals going head-to-head. Connor, who you got winning this matchup of young teams? Oh, and in how many games? completely. I definitely don't think it'll be a sweep because Cardinals are too good to let that happen, but the Braves are the more experienced team. The Braves had the better players. I believe that Ronald, the offense, the fire tandem of Acuna, Freeman, and Donaldson is better than that of Goldschmidt, Carpenter, and Marcelo Zuna, let's just say. And I think the Braves just, they're just a better team, so I've got the Braves winning in four. On to the AL 2-3. The New York Yankees will play to the Minnesota Twins. Uh, the Yankees have an excellent history against the Twins in the past. Liam, will history repeat itself? Uh, yeah. As much as I hate to admit it, yeah, it'll repeat itself. Like, I don't see... I, I see one of the 1 versus AL 1 versus wildcard series being a sweep. More on that later, but... I don't see the Yankees sweeping the Twins because their offense is just... Really, really good, but the Yankees are the far more experienced team. They have better hitters. They've wowed us all this year with their injury bug, so Yankees in four. Yeah, I, I see I see the Yankees being getting off to a really good start in that series with two wins at home. I I don't know if Minnesota is gonna be able to win one game at home, so uh now, because I'm an Astros fan and knowing it could end up being terrible, I I have a feeling it's going to be a Yankee sweep and they'll have an extra day of rest um, than, than they should have because I, I don't have faith that the Twins can, can get past that Yankees offense. Alright, well, let's move on to the NL1 versus wildcard. The Dodgers will face the NL wildcard winner, Connor. I have them playing the Nationals. You have them playing the Brewers. So, who we got advancing to play who we both have as the Braves? So, I think it's I think it's a little obvious that the Dodgers will win this. Um, it's whether they sweep or not. Um, I don't see them sweeping just because uh, I, I feel like the the Brewers are gonna are gonna give them a good fight. At least, at least yeah, one game. The so, Brewers knocked out the Dodgers knocked out the Brewers last year, so that that is true. But you know, it's I, I think it's I think it's going to be uh, the the Brewers win one game, but the the Dodgers will will take care of the rest and um, will be out there and it'll be in five. So, so I, I I only see the Brewers winning one game in that series. I disagree. Look. The Nationals are a motivated group because of the whole Harper drama I mentioned earlier. 
But the Dodgers are too good for them. The Dodgers are going to sweep them. Right. And the Dodgers will be facing the Braves in the NLCS. Got it. On to the, onto the AL1 versus wild card. My Astros versus the AL wild card winner. Liam, can the Astros get it done? Yes, they can, but it'll be done in four. So, right. Charlie Morton won't be able to pitch until game three because of the wild card game. And I see the Rays winning that game because home field, they're tough to beat at home. But in the end, the Astros' offense is far superior to the Rays' offense, as is their pitching staff, so Astros in four. To be honest, I'm not really worried about this at all. I, I Understandably feel like the so. Are gonna, I feel like the Astros are going are gonna to sweep. If they don't sweep, yeah, they may lose one, but I think, I think we'll have it in check for, for, most, of the, for most of the series, so... Uh, I, I want to go with an Astros sweep, even though, you know, hopefully I'm not jinxing it, knock on wood, but there's there's no way that the Rays can, can match us in pitching or uh, in offense. So it's just, it's going to have to be like an absolute collapse by by one of our three star pitchers before, um, before we lose a game. So yeah. I see Astros sweeping. Well, on to the LLCS series. The winners of these two series match up in the World Series. Let's start in the end, O'Connor. Dodgers, Braves. Who's winning? How many games? Oh, it's, this is where it kind of gets interesting because you have to think about the series before. I see the Braves being a little bit more, uh, I guess, taxed by, by, their, by their series. I see the Dodgers being a little bit... Uh, they, they just have such a good pitching staff that they're not going to be worried about it, so... I see, I see the Dodgers kind of running away with this, and I, I would say, I would say it goes to it goes to six, but it's the Dodgers and six is my prediction. Funny enough, I agree with you completely. The Bra- the Braves are definitely going to make it hard on the Dodgers. Don't get me wrong, but the Dodgers are just better and more experienced. I think it'll be another. I think 2021 is the year the Braves will get to the World Series. But for now, it's the Dodgers League. The Dodgers will advance to the World Series for the third straight year. I agree with you on that. Okay, on to the AO. Who do you have winning? So, I have the Astros. And it all comes down to the pitching. Pitching, 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 pitching. The Yankees starting pitching is no good. The Houston Astros' study pitching is amazing. Their offenses are about equal. That the Ast- So, pitching is going to win the Astros. Another pennant. Get them to the World Series. It'll be a... The Yankees will make them work. Don't get me wrong. But they will win Game 5 at Yankee Stadium. And then clinch it at Minute Maid in Game 6. Astros in 6. I, I like your thinking. I... I would say the Astros are the are the team to beat in the AL and the NL. So I see I see them, you know, being being dominant in the first two games and I'm 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 a little bit worried about playing at Yankee Stadium just because it's been it's been hard there in the past for us a little bit. Um, thinking about thinking about, you know, uh, how how fierce Yankee fans are and, and how well oh. Yankee, the Yankees perform in Yankee Stadium. So uh, we'll have to see, but but I agree with you. We have 
three pitchers that could easily start for any team uh, as their number one. So uh, I, I see it as a absolute collapse if we do not win. Uh, and I'll, I'll put it at six games also just because I, I have so much uh, respect for the Yankees and, and what they have there. Yeah, they've been incredible all year. On to the World Series! We'll have, we both think it'll be a repeat of the 2017 World Series, but only one can win. So will history repeat itself should this matchup occur, Connor? I think I think I've kind of hinted at it. I don't know if you've hinted at it yet, but I, I believe the Astros are going to win. They just have they just have a type of chemistry that you don't see much in any sport, but but especially in baseball, they just have been able to you know make baseball fun, make it not just about winning. They're they're going out there and they're performing at the highest level while being you know. Uh, having a lot of fun with it, so it would it would have to take a like a historic postseason for the Dodgers to be able to to beat the Astros. So I, I'm going to go with the Astros, and I think I think this will actually be a five game series, uh, just because I have a feeling we'll we'll be able to clinch it there at at Dodger State. Well, I. I don't know who's who has home field advantage for that game, but I'm I'm assuming the Astros do. So I, I have a feeling we'll we'll clinch it at Dodger Stadium again. So I've said multiple times on this podcast up until around the middle of July that Dodgers are the favorites to win the World Series, and rightfully so. But then the Astros got Zach Greinke, and that changed everything. The Astros are going to win the World Series. They're going to win it in seven games again. We're gonna have. There's gonna be another parade in Houston. More people are gonna skip school. It's gonna be. We're gonna have some fun in Houston. I, I again, I don't care about the games, the, the number of games. I just care about the result. Okay, there you have it, folks. Our 2019 MLB playoff predictions are in. You can catch the start of the MLB playoffs Tuesday night with the NL wild card game. And with that, folks. That's all we have for today. I'm Connor Azier. I'm Liam Griffin. I'd like to thank Connor for being my guest today, and thank you for tuning in. Be sure to give this podcast a follow on Instagram at Fullcore Press Podcast. If you're interested in being a guest, please DM the podcast or contact me directly. Next week, the show that was supposed to happen this week before scheduling conflicts, hockey season is almost here. Connor Bailey will join the show for real this time as we make our predictions for the 2019-2020 NHL season concluding with who will hoist the Stanley Cup. It will definitely be one you don't want to miss. Thanks again for tuning in, and we will see you next week.